Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Sunday and Arsenal are top of the Premier League. What is not to like about that? Of course, that 1-0 victory at Brentford, sealed in dramatic, dramatic fashion by Kai Havertz last night, sent Arsenal to the summit of the table for the first time this season. First time since May. It's a position they're used to, of course. They spent the majority of the season there last season, but it is nice to be there once again. Arsenal taking full advantage of that draw between Manchester City and Liverpool Earlier in the day, I have just about warmed up now from the freezing cold night that it was in West London last night at Brentford. Of course, I did do my player ratings video uh, from the game, which you haven't seen yet. You can uh, log on. It's down there in the uh, in the YouTube channel. And uh, if not, I will quickly run through my player ratings at the end of the day. Once again, they've caused quite a bit of debate, judging by the comments, especially my decision to give <laughs> Alexander Zinchenko man of the match. Safe to say most of you did not agree with that. Again, it always seems to be very, very different, I think, when you're in the ground and you're watching and you get a wider picture of the game to see exactly what uh, a player does sort of on and off the ball. And, you know, each to their own, of course, but I've absolutely remained steadfast in my opinion that Zinchenko had a very, very good game yesterday. But anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Let's get going on the reaction to what was a fabulous win for Arsenal in the end. Performance, not brilliant, of course, but this is Brentford away. I think the the last big six team of the traditional Premier League big six, so that's obviously Liverpool, Manchester City, Tottenham, Chelsea. They, uh, the last big six team to beat Brentford at home in the Premier League was Arsenal at the beginning of last season when they won 3-0. Since then, they've beaten Manchester City at home, they've beaten Liverpool at home, they've drawn with Spurs, they've beaten Chelsea at home. Um, and it is not an easy place to go in the Premier League. 
and Arsenal went there and they got the job done. It was, again, you would have it would have been nicer to see Arsenal turn up and produce this sparkling type performance. But, you know, again, when you're there and you're watching the game, all I was doing was looking up when Arsenal were in possession and just looking at 10 Brentford players at times, basically in their own penalty box. The space was so minimal and it was very, very difficult to find a way through. Arsenal did create chances. They missed some chances. Brentford missed some chances as well, which we'll talk about. Uh, but they kept going, Arsenal, and they got the crucial, crucial go. And when you go away in the Premier League and you get yourselves three points, you keep a clean sheet. There's not much more you can ask for, to be honest. Um, Mikel spoke about it. And we'll look at what Mikel's had to say in his post-match press conference afterwards when he was asked about, you know, is there more to come from the attack? And he said he hopes so. He absolutely does. And I think we all hope so. Um, I do think there were some mitigating circumstances yesterday, again, and that's not to make excuses because we want to see Arsenal perform better going forward. But I think Gabriel Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus absolutely looked like two players who had been halfway around the world and had come straight back and thrown straight into the team. And uh, I thought that really, really showed in their performances yesterday. And hopefully with another week under their belt, they'll be better on Wednesday night and they'll be better next weekend against uh, Wolves. And when you look at that Arsenal team now, fingers crossed, if they stay fit, you've got Odegaard back, you've got Jesus back, Martinelli and Saka are there, of course. And so the signs are, you would hope, fingers crossed, that they are going to become more of a threat going forward when those players get back in the side properly, get up to speed and are ready to go. But when you look at the stats yesterday, look, Arsenal fairly dominant, 15 shots to nine, to nine, only four on target. Brentford had three, dominant possession, miles more passes. Uh, Eight corners, they did really well to limit Brentford's set piece, which was always going to be such an important factor in that game. We know how strong Brentford are from set pieces or from long throws into the box. And I thought Arsenal did really, really well not to give away loads of sloppy free kicks in and you know around the penalty area, not to give away a corners, only one, and not to give them too many opportunities to launch that long ball, uh, long throwing, sorry, into the penalty area. And if you're going to do something, if you're going to go to Brentford and you're going to get the points, you have to do that. You have to be really, really disciplined defensively. Um, and they were. You know, they kept their heads, they didn't give away silly fouls and they limited Brentford's chances to really put a lot of pressure on them. And I thought that was a really big sort of takeaway from yesterday's game. Of course, Kai Havertz was the hero. Um, I, I have to say, at half time, I was in the press room with a couple of my other journalist colleagues and I said the exact words were Havertz to come on and score the winner. And he did. Um, we've been waiting for a big, big moment like that from Kai Havertz and he finally produced it. Obviously, he got the goal at Bournemouth. It was very, very different. It was a penalty. Arsenal were cruising already to the win uh, on that day. Um, this was a huge moment for him. It was a huge moment for Arsenal. Of course, it sent them top of the Premier League. Uh, you don't get much bigger than that and for it to happen in the last minute and for it to happen the way it did, I think was really, really important for Kai Havertz in terms of the actual goal, the way he scored it, the way we saw him coming into the back post, um, you know, that's the sort of thing that we were really, really expecting to see from Kai Havertz uh, this season. And uh, and uh, we will talk about that a little bit later on. In terms of Mikel Arteta's actual reaction to the game, he said, I'm so happy. I think when you have the opportunity to go top and you come and the winter's start and it's cold, you go to Brentford, it's a really uncomfortable place to come. I think the team showed so much willingness to compete, to dig in and to play the game that we have to play to win it. We fully deserve to win the game. I'm so happy. And then this is what I was talking about when he asked about sort of working on the balance between defence and the attack. He said, I hope I am. I hope we can get better and better and adapt because as well, the reality is we've lost a lot of players, a lot of attacking players in this first period of the league and the team continues to win and to find ways to win. And today I put on another attacking player as I suspected what they were going to do. And I think it's what we needed. Everybody was really good 
I think. And, you know, he's right. You know, Arsenal have missed a lot of attacking players this season. They've barely had an opportunity to play Gabriel Jesus, Martin, uh, sorry, Bukai Saka and Gabriel Martinelli together. We're only just hopefully going to start seeing that now as long as they all stay fit. Martin Odegaard's had his issues, of course, and he looked really, really rusty yesterday when he came back for his first game in a few weeks as well. Again, understandably so. You know, going forward, Arsenal have been very, very limited in terms of the players they've had and how they can play them and what positions they have to play them in. And yet they're still top of the table. They've still only lost one game. And even that game, as you know, was a bit of a farce and a joke how that game was, how Arsenal ended up losing that game in the league. So there's an awful lot to like. And, you know, when he, Mikel says there in terms of the performance, said it is a really uncomfortable comfortable place to come. I think the team showed so much willingness to compete and to dig in. And they really, really did that. They dug in. You know, they they did all the ugly things that they needed to do. And this Arsenal team is very, very good at that. Now, it might not be thrilling at times, or it hasn't been thrilling at times this season, but this Arsenal team is beginning to show that they know how to win. They know what they have to do to get the points, to get the win. And we've seen them do that time and time again so far this season, even when they're not at their best, and they did it again yesterday. And I think that's for everything to sort of take out of yesterday's game. That was the big thing for me. And, you know, defence win leagues. Last season, Arsenal didn't win the league because of the defence. It's as simple as that. They had an attack that was capable of winning the league. They scored 88 goals last season in the Premier League. On average, in the last 20 seasons, the title winners have scored 85 goals in a season. Arsenal scored 88. So they had a title winning attack last season, but they didn't have a title winning defence. They conceded 42 goals or 41 goals. You know, that's at least 10 goals too much if you want to win the league. That was the problem. That's what let Arsenal down in the end. And this season, they now have the best defensive record in the Premier League. And they've only lost one game. And if they can, can do that, then they'll continue to pick up points at the other end. Because even if they're not at their best, they've still got players who can win them football matches. And that's what we're seeing so far this season. And I still think there's so much more to come from this Arsenal team. And that's what really excites me. Not only are they looking really, really solid defensively at the moment and looking like they know how to win games, whatever way they need to play, I'm just really excited that I'm sure that they're going to get better going forward. I really am. It's going to come. It's difficult because the way teams set up against Arsenal now, as I said yesterday, every time I looked up, I just saw Brentford sitting with basically 10 players, either in the penalty area or within 25 yards of their own goal. And that is so hard to break down, no matter what team you are, how good a players you've got. If you've got 10 professional Premier League players just sitting in a bank of 10, basically, in front of their goalkeeper. It is so, so hard to break down. There is just no space. And it's really, really difficult. you just got to stay patient and keep plugging away. And Arsenal did create a couple of moments of real quality. They should have been in front at half-time when Gabriel Jesus had that chance. It was saved. Trossard obviously scored the rebound. It was ruled out by VAR. Jesus should have just scored that anyway. But, and uh, sort of made VAR a moot point. You know, it was a brilliant ball from Saka. Two real moments of quality from him in the game. That one, which should have ended up in a goal, didn't. But then the one in the second half, which did end up in a goal for Kai Havertz. And um, and yeah, they, they just needed to stay patient. And they did just that. And they had to ride their luck at times, of course. And we will talk about that when it comes to Aaron Ransdale. But on Kai Havertz, you know, Mikel was asked about him, it was, you know, a lot in the press conference. Of course, it was a big sort of talking point, Havertz getting his moment. And Mikel was asked about the significance of the goal, whether it was more important than against Bournemouth. And he said, yes, but I think that's the beauty of it. When things come easy, you don't value them. If things would have come easier today, he's probably not going to get the reception that he got. Everybody hugging him and cuddling him and telling how much we love him. And it's for a reason. It's because of the way he behaves in difficult moments. And he's an example for us all to do what you have to do when you have difficulties. And he's a great example for the team. We cannot be happier 
that a player like him wins the game for us. Now, I've recorded a video. I put it on my social media. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on my Facebook and my Twitter of the celebrations at the end of the game. And you literally see in that Arteta grab Havertz basically on the halfway line, grab him by the neck and just runs with him, pulls him over to the away fans and then just pushes him. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the picture of him there. So pushing him in front of the away fans to take the acclaim while they're all singing his name. It was a really funny moment. I asked Mikel about it in the press conference afterwards and I asked him why he did it, why he felt the need to do it. And he said he fully deserves it when you're there and sometimes you have to face it. He's done it and he has faced it. He didn't hide. So now go and face the beautiful moment because you fully deserve it. I knew he wasn't going to do that, so I had to push him. Now, we know Havertz is quite a restrained character. He seems that, seems that by the way, he t- plays at times on the pitch, sort of uh, stays within himself. So Arteta clearly knew he wasn't the type of guy who was going to go legging it over to the away fans and just soak up all the adulation. But he wanted him to experience that and to have that because he wanted him to feel part of the team. So he was, you know, that's why he dragged him over there and he made him do it. And he made him take that adulation. It was a, it was a really nice scene. And look, you know, I've had my say on Havertz and how disappointing it's been at times this season. I wasn't sure if it was going to work. I'm still not sure if it's going to work. But if he can have moments like this, then that's going to do him the world of good. And it's going to just at least make us think there is a chance that it is going to work. And when you look at the goal and the way he scored it, and Mikel was asked about that in the press conference as well. That back post finish, making that run to the back post to score. We saw what he did in pre-season when he first arrived. He scored two goals in three games in the US Tour, doing that exact thing, drifting to the back post and getting his goals. But that's just dried up so far this season. He hasn't been making those runs. When he's had the, when he's got the ball, and I've talked about it in recent videos, he's been drawn to the ball almost, which has taken him out of the game because it's not allowed him to find space to actually hurt teams. But yesterday, that run, when Saka got the ball and he looked up, there was Havertz and it was a really good run. You know, you saw him when you watched the replay. He anticipates it. He makes that run. You know, he takes a chance. And that's something we haven't seen from him recently, taking that chance to get on the end of something. And he did that. And it was the exact sort of finish we thought that we were going to see a lot from him. And Mikel was asked, you know, was that sort of finish one of the reasons we signed him to replace Granite Xhaka, to be that left eight, to make those late runs into the box? And he said, yes, absolutely yes. Against this type of block and against teams that defend the box like this, you need that type of profile, and he's exceptional at that. Today, he won the game in that action for us, and he did. And that's what Arsenal need. When they're facing these type of teams, and the type, kind of tactics which they are facing this season, and they're facing them basically every single week. We see it. Teams just aren't giving Arsenal any space. They're doubling up on the wingers. They did it all day yesterday, Brentford. As soon as Saka or Martinelli got the ball, they were doubled up on, sometimes tripled up on. They just did, were not given any space to really hurt Brentford. And it's no surprise teams are going to do that because they look at what Arsenal how Arsenal hurt teams. They look at how they enjoyed all their success last season. And it comes down the flanks. It comes from Martinelli and from Saka. And so teams are going to do everything to try and stop that. And when they do, you need to find another way to hurt teams. And that kind of ball to the back post, for someone with the physicality and the height of Havertz, it just gives Arsenal another option. And that's what we want to see more from him. It was great to see him do that yesterday. Fingers crossed now we're going to see him do that more and more. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Vet Parra's got in touch here and he says, I'm so happy for Havertz. That back post goal has been coming since preseason. I think it will go a long way to making him feel there in the spot and plan for him in the team. A lot of his passing and movement is often too safe but I can't help but feel that this is how his brain is programmed right now after playing false nine at Chelsea. Control it, keep it. Need to take the initiative more. Hopefully the first of many to come. Absolutely. That's that's the word. Need to take the initiative more. That's what I want to see from Havertz. And that's what he did in that goal yesterday. He took the chance. He took the initiative. He made the run. Saka spotted him. And it was a brilliant ball in from Saka. And what was a really quiet game for Saka, he still produced that magic moment, just as he did at Chelsea the other day when he set up Trossard's late equaliser, when he'd had a really quiet afternoon. Just that one moment of quality from him. In fact, he did two because he did one in the first half as well, which Jesus should have scored. Um, But that's why you leave Saka on the pitch. That's why he plays so many minutes for Arsenal, even if he's not playing that well. Because you just know if you leave him on, he can produce that moment of quality to open up a team and to get Arsenal a goal. And he did that last night. Yeah, Aaron Ramsdale's performance, it was a really interesting one. Um, I mean, we all saw what happened in the first half. He did look a bag of nerves. He, you know, it was it was always going to be a tough night for him, I think, because everyone, the eyes were on him. Everyone knew the eyes were on him. He knew the eyes were on him. The fact this was coming into the game uh, because David Raya couldn't play. Everyone was looking, how is he going to respond, especially after his dad's comments in during the international break, which really put the spotlight on it even more. Um, and he just did look really, really nervy in that first half. He was so fortunate to get away with that sort of slip and that when he just lost the ball and basically presented it to Brentford. And it looked like it was going to be 1-0. Fantastic awareness from Declan Rice to get back and prevent a certain goal there with that goal line clearance. And then the throw as well, when he sort of threw it into the ground. There was other moments. The Brentford fans were absolutely on his back, giving him it non-stop. And he just looked... He just didn't look like Aaron Ramsdale in that first half, that sort of buoyant character that we've seen since he came to Arsenal. He didn't look like that in the first half. Second half, he was much better. He deserves an awful lot of credit. He came, he took crosses. He was good when the ball was at his feet. He wasn't bothered by the crowd. And uh, and he did exactly what he had to do. And I think he was, he, you know, he deserves a lot of credit for the way he performed in that second half. Mikel was very reluctant to speak about him after the game. I think he probably just wanted to kind of move on from that and not make it a really big story again. You know, he didn't say anything to TNT Sports in his pre- in his sort of pre-match media. And then he came into the press conference. He was asked about it. He did the same thing initially. He said, look, this is football. I'm so happy with the team and the way the team performed. We kept a clean sheet. We move on. I'm so happy. You know, he didn't really want to individ- talk about Ramsdale individually. And I think that's purely because he just didn't want to make it a bigger story. But then he did... You know, a couple other journalists kept pushing him on it and he did come out with something. He said, you know, how when he was talking about how he grew into the game, he said, courage, he has big courage and big personality and that's why we love him. And on all the players sort of go into Ramsdale at the final whistle and, you know, give him big hugs and stuff. It was really interesting when the full-time whistle went, Ramsdale was on the ball. He sort of claimed it in his box and he? he was sort of lying down and the camera was right on him and you see him just kind of just sighs, doesn't he? So he breathes out really, really heavily. I think Ramsdale, it was a tough night for him. And I think he knew that. And he knew 
you know, whether it was, a, I don't really think it was a test because I think he knew and we all know whatever happens, Raya is going to be number one. But I think there's probably a realisation for Ramsdale that that was what happened in the first half was going to be sort of tough to come back from. And he did look almost a bit sad at full time, I think, because of that. But all the players around him, you can see there if you're watching YouTube, they all, you know, gathered around, hugged him, cuddled him. And, you know, he's such a he's such a popular player. He really, really is. Whatever you think of the whole situation, whether it was needed, whether I was needed, whether it's unsettled things, whatever. You know, Ramsdale was still a hugely popular player at Arsenal. And if he goes, stroke when he goes, and I'm sure it will happen at some point, whether it's January or next summer, you know, he's gonna he will he will always have a really special place in a lot of people's hearts at at Arsenal and I thought the way he came back in that second half was very very good and very impressive so uh fair play to him <laughs> on my player ratings now I gave I went through my player ratings I just rattled through what I gave him last night and look it's really when you're when you're there and you're at at the ground and you're not watching on TV you see obviously you see a lot more and you sort of pay more attention to things that are going off off going on off the ball that the cameras aren't picking up and I really did think Zinchenko had a very very good game yesterday Yesterday, mate, he was the one who gave away the ball, which led to that move where he made a brilliant goal on clearance. That happens. You make mistakes. It's how you react to mistakes. And the fact he reacted so well produced that brilliant goal on clearance. Yeah, fair play to him. His face was gone. He didn't let his head drop when he made the error. But it wasn't just about that. His all-round game, I just thought, was really, really good. He was really, really solid on the on the whole. Look, Declan Rice was fantastic. And I've had a lot of people get in touch saying Declan Rice was a man of the match. And I know he was man of the match. Sport. And I've given Declan Rice man in pretty much every game that Arsenal have played so far this season. But I just thought, from my view, my view, that Zinchenko had a really good game defensively going forward. I thought he was decent at times. He produced a really good ball of Trossard that Trossard should have done better with in the first half. And I just thought it was a good ball of man in It's nothing, it's not too deep, people. So uh, <laughs> I've had so many comments about it. Um, let me just quickly bring up, uh, yeah, here we go. So Christopher says, hey, dude, Zinchenko had to clear his own giveaway ball. Were you watching Rice? I was watching Rice. He did play very well. I know he played very well. Scorpion disagrees with me. Uh, said it was a clear winner in the shape of Declan Rice. But even if you wanted to overlook him, there were two colosses at the back at Gabriel and Saliba. Clearance off the line on the line of Zinchenko, who gave the ball away in the first place. Yeah, he did. I know he gave the ball away in the first place, but he still got back to make the clearance off the line. And he just did play very, very well, I thought, my opinion. Um, so, yeah, he got man of the match. But. You know, it could have been Declan Rice. It absolutely could have been Declan Rice. It could have been Saliba or Gabriel, but I gave it to Sinchenko. So I gave Ramsdale a five, and I feel a bit harsh. I do wonder, I think someone, I don't know if I've included the comment in the slide, actually. Um, yeah, here we go, from uh, Raz Bazari, I think it is. It's a stingy Sir Charles, Sir Charles. How is Ramsdale with a five, a clean sheet? If the defenders are seven, he should at least be a six or a clean sheet. I set to look nervous in the first half, but he was a lot better in the second and kept a clean sheet. Uh, and I do, the more I think about it, the more I think maybe I should have given Ramdale six. I did give him a five. Um, you know, at half time, he was probably on for about a three. So I thought the second half, he sort of moved up two marks to a five. Um, but he could have got six because he was good in the second half and he played a key role in Arsenal keeping that clean sheet. So maybe I was a bit stingy on him. But I, so I gave Ramsdale five. Tommy, Tommy Saliba and Gabriel, I gave sevens each. I thought Tommy Asu played very well as well. Zinchenko, he was my bad in the match. I gave him eight. Uh, I gave Rice seven, Odegaard five, Trossard six, Saka six, Jesus five, and Martinelli five. Those were the starters. And I gave Havertz a seven, uh, Nketiah a five, and Georgina and Ben White came on right at the end. I didn't give a mark. So those were my player ratings that I went through last night. And I know they always draw a lot of debate, a lot of uh, criticism uh, sent towards me, but that was just what I gave. It's nothing deep. It's just my opinion, people. So don't, uh, don't read too much into it. But anyway... Look, Arsenal won. They are top of the Premier League right now. 
quarter of a way through the season, I think it must be. No, a third of a way through the season. By now, I think we're up to. And Arsenal are sitting top. It's a nice position to be. Anyway, that's it for me, everyone. Have a very good end to your weekend, wherever you're watching or listening to this around the world. I'll be back tomorrow as we start turning our attention to the Champions League. Have a great day, everyone. Speak to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.